Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on TalkShoe.com, Google Podcast, Spotify, Talk you and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. And joining me every week. Yeah, I, I, can't, I, I can't hear you that well at all. And, I don't know how much Anchor's going to pick up. And Joe, so, what about now? Uh, a little better, except now your face is taking up the whole screen and I'm scared. <laughs> and joining me every week, as usual, my co host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the most of Greg. Greg, how's it going, buddy? Good. Good. All right. Well, like I said, you know, we're going to be talking Friday Night SmackDown, Monday Night Raw. We're going to be talking the uh, Royal Rumble that's coming up. Some big... Uh... Do, we about, do we want to talk a little bit about day one first? Day one, yep. Yeah, that's right. Um, who was the winner of the prediction show? What was that? Who won the prediction show? Oh, okay. Cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know why you asked me that. I didn't know that. I didn't ask you. Yes, you did. During the show, you asked me, and I said because of the bonus that you got, you were well, you were way ahead. Oh, okay. Scott says can't hear me that good. Can hear Greg just fine. Well, thank you for the thank you for the input, uh, Scott. Um, yeah. What'd you think of day one? So far. Yep. Yes, it is. I agree. Definitely. Um, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was a good pay per view. Um, I was surprised when we heard about the Fatal Five Way because, you know, Roman Reigns was coming down with COVID. Obviously, he had to stay home and, you know, quarantine because of his underlying condition and didn't want anything bad to happen to him or anybody else. And, you know. Well, as it turns so. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I thought uh, I thought it was a good uh, a good pay per view. Yeah, we'll definitely go over the matches. Yeah, we don't have to go, go through each of the matches because then we wind up doing a three hour show. Um, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, part of it was due to the fact that Reigns didn't wrestle, so we only had the one marquee matchup. Um, and the third of five it went like eight and a half minutes long. I know. I was. So it, it was Right. So, I think that was the only drawback to the pay-per-view. Yeah, I think the two tag team matches were the two best matches on the card. Yep. Definitely, definitely agree. Definitely agree. And uh, I thought that um, I, you know, I kind of disagree with a couple of the commentators that were saying, "Oh, Roman Reigns." I mean, um, Brock Lesnar dominated the Fatal Five Way. No, Brock Lesnar 
he spent more time, I think, out of the ring. He got speared. He got, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff happened to him. He just happened to get in the ring and he just. He threw suplexes around in the Yeah, I know. Okay. Raphael, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I would have to say overall with that match and the pay-per-view, I would say overall I gave it a B minus to a C. Pre-show match was okay. I mean, it was, you know, what I kind of expected. But I thought the rest of the card I, I thought the rest of the card was, was was good. You know, like you said, the two tag team matches were the best ones of the night. So Yeah, so I mean day one pay-per-view's done with and now we're just heading out to the Royal Rumble. We're on the road to WrestleMania. We're gonna get over, we're gonna get to talking about that afterwards. But after um, day one pay per view was Monday Night Raw. What do you think of Monday Night Raw? Monday Night Raw. Really, really good. Um, 
was, I mean, gave me a pretty soft ziggler. Um, that match was a type of match that I expect to see between Damian Priest and Dolph Ziggler. Yep. Um, and that was that was definitely, in my opinion, the best match of the night. Yeah, they definitely work well together, and you know, especially I like the stipulations of the match too, which made it a little more interesting. Um, I'm feeling a little bit better. Thanks, Raphael. Um, Took, to, took tomorrow off of work to get an extra day's rest in, so. Oh, yeah, you call that for tomorrow? Yeah. So, oh, okay. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Nikki A.S.H. and um, Rhea Ripley. I mean, they're just not going to win the tag team titles anymore. Let Rhea go on and concentrate on singles. And, uh. Right, and, and like I said, if you want to just get her off TV for a couple weeks, um, I know it was announced that next week or tomorrow, I should say, um, Alexa Bliss's journey back to Monday Night Raw starts, so maybe it ends with her and Nikki, um, getting together as, as, as a tag team again. I was, um, I was just going to mention that to you. I was just going to mention that to you. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen with that? I mean, are they going to have Alexa? Maybe they'll have Alexa Bliss come back the way she was before she got involved with this Lily character. Well, well before she got involved with the Lily character, she was involved with the Fiend. So, are you talking before the Fiend? Before the Fiend, yeah. When she was Little Miss Bliss, basically. Yeah, Five Feet of Fury. Yep. Started off with just with every week a vignette, a vignette, a vignette. Yeah. And so, yeah, but I. Two weeks of vignettes, then Rumble. Yep. Yep. And, you know, like I said, Monday Night Raw to me, it, it was okay. I gave, I gave it a C. Yeah, it looks again about a C. Plus. Yep. Plus one the 77, 78. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were definitely, I mean, the fatal four-way where Bobby Lashley won was also an excellent match. But with the four wrestlers that were in it, if you if it wasn't going to be a B plus or A minus, then why are we bother having it? Right. Um. So I, I think that was also one of the highlights of the show. Yep. And everything else was mediocre. So. Right. And uh, I, I just think that uh, Monday Night Raw was, you know, got a little better last week, and 
Looks like it's going to be good this week, too, because they got a couple of good matches on. They got they got the Raw Tag Team. Yeah, so, you know, I thought Monday Night Raw, they, you know, they, they did quite well with the show. You know, like I said, I gave it a C. They've been uh, they've been improving a lot, uh, quite a bit over the past couple of weeks. What were your thoughts of the Alpha Academy actually beating RK Bro? Uh, I, I kind of expected it, because like you had said, and I agree with you on this part, I really think they're going to be the new Raw Tag Champions. And we'll, we'll probably see that tomorrow night. But um, I think that I think. Why not tomorrow night? Unless they're going to fight at the Royal Rumble. Oh, if they're going to fight at the Royal Rumble, then that's when they'll take it. Is at the Royal Rumble. Just double check. Oh no, it's not listed. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, uh, so I, I thought that was that was a good match. I mean, I like uh, I like Chad Gable on the mic. Yeah, yeah, he's not bad. Yep. And he's turning the ring. I mean, he, he's not. I mean, he's a very, very talented wrestler in the ring. Yeah. Um, the only downside is his height. Yep. You know. And we all know yeah, Otis. We all know Otis is the powerhouse of that team, so that's what uh, yeah, that's where absolutely. they're that's where they're going to get a lot of their uh, a lot of their victories from is him. Dave Pulaski, thanks that's for tuning in. That's how almost every successful tag team has been over a length of time. Yep. You have the one powerhouse and the one more agile. Yep. With the exception of the Viking Raiders, they're just both powerhouses and agile. Right. How um. How surprised were you that the Viking Raiders were beaten? Well, that's not Monday Night Raw. Oh, no, that was SmackDown. That's right. Which we're going to get into uh, momentarily. But, yeah, like I said, as far as, uh, as far as Monday Night Raw goes, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's Monday Night Raw. So, I just hope that... Uh, no. No, I don't think it's time for him to move on to somebody else. I, they probably will, but I don't think it's one and done. I think we're going to see. Uh, I think we'll see probably one more. What in that match makes you think that though? AJ Styles. He's going to want to get retribution against Omos for for what he did. He'll put in some kind of shit. Huh? Destroy him? I mean, Omos dominated the match. It was a short match. It was a quick match. I mean, not one, and not even one half of a second did AJ Styles look like he even had a chance to win. Oh, excuse me. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, and then we'll have to see what's next for Omos. You know what they're gonna do? What they're gonna do with Omos now? Um, I think the next thing we should Omos is in the battle. 
Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, one thing I wanted to bring up, which which I forgot at the beginning of the show, and it just popped into my head now. Um, there was some breaking news this past week about Sasha Banks. I guess I guess she suffered a foot injury um, in a match in Boston. She's going to be out six to eight weeks. Nothing, nothing's broken though, so which is good. Right. Yep. So there's kind of no uh, Royal Rumble this year for Sasha Banks, which is kind of bu- which is kind of bummed out. But yep. Exactly. So. Yeah. So now Friday Night SmackDown. Boy, this is going to be interesting to talk about here. <laughs> Um, started started off with Roman Reigns coming out, and then Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Lesnar's getting Lesnar's getting a little bit better on the microphone. And you know he was talking title for title, and you know everything else. And Roman's like, "Well, this is my show." Blah blah blah. But where do you think Paul Heyman's allegiance lies? Okay. He, he came out with Brock Lesnar. He left with Brock Lesnar. Spoke on behalf of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he said that, you know, while you were away, I had my allegiance to the tribal chief. Right. Um, and Brock Lesnar shut him right up. But, you know, he's with Brock Lesnar. Okay. I think somewhere along the line, he'll probably end up back with Roman Reigns again. Well, that's just my opinion. Well, it, it could. Yep. I mean, it, it can when Brock Lesnar takes his summer off and we don't see him again until SummerSlam. Yep. Um, you know, there has to be something for Paul Heyman to do. Right. You, um, you got a list of the matches from SmackDown? We'll go over them or... Yeah, we can go over a match by match. Oh, okay. We just didn't do that again with the other ones. Um, well, like you said, that, that opening segment with Reigns and, and Lesnar and Paul Heyman, um, it, it was possibly the best part of the show. Um, possibly. Um, Lesnar started to talk for himself made it that much better and not sound like a bumbling idiot right um i i thought it was it was excellent it was well well taken out it starts to fuel the rumor that it will be reigns versus lesnar belt for belt at wrestlemania don't know if that's really gonna happen because why are we gonna have a royal rumble and what's it then gonna be a triple threat match yeah, i don't know right um you know, I think the segment started out and really, really got you interested in watching the show. Yep. I, def- I, I definitely agree. I mean, you know, Roman, Roman's always been good on the mic. Brock Lesnar's been 
been improving on the mic. I'm glad to hear that he's starting to talk for himself and, you know, like you said, not sound like a bumbling idiot. I um I gave I gave the segment between an A minus and a B plus. I wrote it today. I really think it was great. Okay. Um, I mean, you kind of maybe expected the users to come down and that three of them were trying to lay a beat out on Lesnar, but none of that happened, and that's why they made it that much better. Yep. Then the roller coaster began because after that was the Rick Boogs Sami Zayn match. I'm going to let you take this one first. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, just before the match, um, Sami Zayn was backstage getting interviewed and then saw Johnny Knoxville. And Johnny Knoxville was talking about how he wanted to be in the Rumble. And Sami Zayn said, you can't just declare the Rumble. You have to earn your spot. So then Rick Boogs and Sami Zayn wrestle. And... Just a few weeks ago, Sami Zayn was in a feud with Reigns and or Brock Lesnar. Now he and now he's the number one contender for Nakamura, and he loses cleanly to Rick Boogs. Yep. And then after the match, Johnny Knoxville comes running down and tosses him over the top rope to officially um, earn his spot in the Royal Rumble. Right. Um. I can describe the whole segment in three words. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Billy, thanks for tuning in. Uh, exactly. Uh, I'm, I mean, why? Why are you having your number one contender for the Intercontinental Champion? I understand the whole time that's fine. That's fine. But to lose to Rick Boots? Yep. Really? Yes. Absolutely. Right, I agree. I gave it a good grade. I gave the whole segment everything a D. Yep, and that's a good grade because I gave it a D minus. I mean, Rick Boogs, he's he's a strong he's a strong guy, strong competitor. Yeah, yeah, he is. I think I think his wrestling ability is starting to improve a little bit each week. Right. But uh, like you said, you know, you got Sami Zayn as the number one contender and you're going to make him go out like that. That's just, that's just stupid. So I gave it a D minus. segment with Charlotte Flair was pretty good. I mean, Charlotte, you know, she does she does good promos. She's great on the mic. I was surprised when Naomi came out. Um, wasn't wasn't expecting that. But as far as Charlotte declaring herself for the Royal Rumble, I I think that might be pretty good for her. 
I'm not expecting her to win it because if she does and she picks a, her own challenger, who's she going to pick? I mean, really. So, I mean, it seems like whenever Charlotte has a promo going on in the ring and another lady wrestler comes in to interrupt it, it always ends up in a match. So, but overall, I gave it a C minus. Yep. Charlotte declaring her, and I can see that too, because with Charlotte declaring herself in the Royal Rumble and she wins, by the time she makes the the decision and WrestleMania, those two will be back already. So I can. Right. Well, Sasha will be back. So I can see Sasha and uh, and Charlotte possibly at WrestleMania. I think I know what he's talking about. Um, which is a big surprise. Um, 
And the Viking Raiders is one of those teams that you just you don't understand. They're, they're the ricochet of tag teams. Yep. They're, they're better than the credit they're given. Um, when they're given the opportunity, they perform, but then it gets take, the opportunities get taken away from them. Right. Um, that whole thing with the segment the match, I gave a D plus. Uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, the the Madcap Moss. I mean, I actually started laughing in the beginning with Madcap Moss doing the Drew McIntyre thing, but um, and then Happy Corbin. You know, well, if I was to face you, how would I do against you? And blah blah blah. Yeah, I gave. Uh, I could have done without that. I gave it a D, D plus. The- Team, that's fine, but we they, they kind of do away with the happy talk. It's right. just annoyingly stupid. Yep, the match itself, I mean, Matt Cap Moss. I mean, that team is one of the surprises to me at day one as to you know how well he handled himself in the ring against Drew McIntyre. And he's pretty built, too. Yeah, yeah, he is. I didn't notice it until I saw the match. He's, he's pretty jacked, and uh, but the match itself. I agree with you. I was surprised that the Viking Raiders lost. And, you know, they're one of those teams, like you said, you know, they look good for a week or two, and then the next week they they just lose a match. And it's a match you expect them to win. So I gave, I gave the match a, a C to a C-. minus. Oh, excuse me. Um, Um, it's a good thing that they said that, but I'm kind of bummed out that they that they did that because they did they have great matches together. I mean, I'd have to say this was probably one of the highlights of SmackDown. The Usos and, and the New Day. They they always have a great match together. Uh, I can see why they're saying it's going to be the last match that the two of them will have together because they faced each other like a thousand times already. And um, the, Caleb Braxton was interviewing the Usos backstage and they actually gave kudos to the New Day by saying that the New Day was the best tag team that they have ever faced. And uh, he said, they're the best tag team we probably ever will face. So I thought that was, I thought that was pretty good on their part. But um, overall, uh, I would, I would give the match a, a B plus. Yeah. You know, 
Um, I don't like those street fights where the MMA bring a stop sign out from under the ring. Who the fuck keeps a stop sign out from under the you know under a ring? Right. But, you know, they're really stupid. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think this was the best match of the night. Yep. Totally agree. Um, it was announced earlier in the show. Um, Adam Pierce was talking to Sonya Deville uh, about the fact that. You know, Lesnar's facing last year to win a rumble. They've got to come up with a with a match that can rival that match. And he said he was given the sole decision to choose Roman Reigns' um, opponent. So he ran to Roman Reigns and told him that that he was able to choose his opponent. And he would do so before the end of the show. And then Roman Reigns kind of cut him off and said he needed to go watch his cousin's fight. Yep. Well, I, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the clock and it's like, okay, it's 9.57. This match is still going. It's 9.58. The match is still going. It's like 9.59. The match is still just about ready to end. I'm like, how the hell is Adam Pierce going to make any announcement now? Right. And then it cuts to the back with Roman Reigns in his locker room. And you hear this weird knock on the door, um, which if you go back and listen to it, the knock resembles the shield, the, the, you know, the, 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 go back and listen to it again if you can. Yeah. And then Seth Rollins walks in and just laughs. It, it quickly went up online and announced on Twitter by websites that, that Seth Rollins will challenge Roman Reigns at the, at the Royal Rumble. But then a lot of those have been taken away because no announcement has officially been made. Right. Um, so it is still speculation and rumored that Seth Rollins will challenge Roman Reigns. They did report that after SmackDown went off the air, um, the Usos were in the ring and Seth Rollins did come down to a loud, ruckus ovation from the Mohegan Sun Arena, which is here in lovely Connecticut, where we know the crowds in the Northeast are typically, typically more vocal than other places. Right. Um, got a little bit of a beatdown from the Usos to overcame the Usos with a curb stomp and uh, buckle bomb and... The crowd went home extremely happy with a quote-unquote supposed face turn for Seth Rollins. Okay. Now, if they have that match for Royal Rumble, what do you think? What do you think about it? I mean, you've got SmackDown versus Raw. They don't know how to do that, right? No. Um, but as, as we're getting to uh, a little bit more about when we talk about you know, the Royal Rumble with some of the entrants. In the Royal Rumble, you know, they're, they're possibly realizing that, you know what? You know, we, we've got to do we've got to do yep. to put on great matches. Yep. Absolutely. You know, that means giving Seth Rollins the opportunity to, you know, defeat Roman Reigns and win the title. Uh, it's been reported on a couple different websites that Seth Rollins was supposed to win the belt at day one and then go on to defend the title against whoever was going to win the Red Rumble. 
Yep, and I think it would have happened if they didn't add Lesnar to the to the match. Yeah. But once they added Lesnar to the match, you know, I, I don't understand why you have to change the result. Yep. I mean, you still could have had a Roman Reigns be the champion. Ugh. Um, and then defend later on against Brock Lesnar and have Seth Rollins still in. So, why they chose to give the, the belt to Brock Lesnar is still... Confusing yep. to me. I know. Um, but overall, the Seth Rollins-Roman Reigns segment in the back, even though nothing or very, very little or nothing was said, I gave it an A. Yeah, that, it, to me, that's what I said. The, the other two segments um, were, were really good, but this was the one that I was pumped with because I'll be honest with you, without you know, Daniel Bryan no longer being in WWE, um, I don't really watch him much. I've seen a couple of his matches at AEW. But Seth Rollins is, is pretty close to being, you know, my, my favorite male wrestler um, in WWE. Right. So I was pumped and excited for the potential of seeing those two go up against each other. Because yeah. to me, that's a WrestleMania-worthy main event at Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, we're going to be talking uh, Royal Rumble after my favorite part of the show. And we hope it's everybody else's favorite part of the show as well. It's Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. Yeah, real quick, there's something I did want to touch on that we just seem to always skip over. Um, I did watch... Um, NXT 2.0 New Year's Evil. Um, want to send out a congratulations to Braun Breaker for becoming the new NXT champion. Uh, a couple interesting things about that was rumors that Tommaso Ciampa um, could be done with NXT. Um, I mean, they, they've done uh, a lot of changes in NXT since it came to 2.0. Um, I mean, letting wrestlers go. I mean, this past week, just late in the week, um, Steven Regal's gone. Joe, some other Joe's gone again. Some other talent, you know, backstage. And if you look at what's left in NXT 2.0, you can barely recognize what Shawn Michaels and Triple H have built. Right. Um, except for Tommaso Ciampa. Yep. Um, Robert Strong losing his title. Um, so I, I don't know if, who the hell knows, maybe he leaves and gets released and they have the formal undisputed era in AEW. But there's a nice touching segment after the match was over. Um, after we went out the year, Rick Steiner came out and celebrated in the ring with his son. Um, so it's so weird to me that they'll, they'll allow the WWE Universe to know that Rick Steiner's Braun Breaker's father, but still won't let him use the Steiner name. Right. Like that I just, it's, it's just very weird to me. Yep. And Rick looks good. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, excuse me. 
So right now, there's an article that's put out um, if we had done a show last week, it would have been a little relevant. But this is an article where um, of a website called Holistical five WWE current champions and their ruler WrestleMania 38 opponents. Okay. So the first one they list. Um, SmackDown Women's Champion could face Bailey or Sasha at WrestleMania 38. So, likelihood slash interest level, go for it. Um, likelihood, eight and a half. Interest level, eight. I, I totally agree. Hey, Jacob, right. thanks for watching. <laughs> I mean, unless they're going to add Oscar to the SmackDown roster, there's really nobody else that, that Charlotte could be in the ring with that would be a WrestleMania, you know, yep. match. Yep. Next one, once again, this was from last weekend that I downloaded this article. Damien Priest could defend his WWE United States Champion against Seth Rollins. Likelihood two. Interest seven. I I I go about there. Um, I go the likelihood of one. Uh, <laughs> the interest of about six to seven. Only if it's a Damian Priest that we saw wrestle against Dolph Ziggler. Right. Not Damian Priest we saw in that zombie apocalypse lumberjack match. Yep. No. Likelihood, I'd say nine. Interest level, nine. You think it's that high of a likelihood? Yep. Okay. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah, because I don't think they're going to go with, uh, with Dewdrop and Becky Lynch, because that's, that would just be crazy. Even though they are having the no, match. I mean, not for, not for, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could see that being the outcome, maybe, you know, at the Royal Rumble. Um, DJ somehow winning over Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair, but not at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Brock Lesnar could face Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns in a triple threat match. Likelihood three. Interest level eight. Likelihood eight. Now I'll go seven and a half. Interest level about seven. So interest level will be about a seven. I think the likelihood would be a little higher. I would think eight point five to nine. Okay. Because once again, if Lesnar is defending the the title with guys on Raw, I don't think they're officially move Rollins to to SmackDown. Yep. Right. Yep. I want to welcome PAPW's number one fan, Jacob, who's tuning in. 
Jacob, congratulations on your on your match. You're a high school wrestler now, so congratulations on your match the other day. Could be another superstar in the making there, Greg. <laughs> yep. Just don't wrestle with a broken freaking neck. Right. Um, WWE has um, added some more things that you're not allowed to say, um, whether it be on a broadcast or in an article related to WWE. Yep. And it is now banned to say the term pay-per-view. They're no longer pay-per-view events. Okay. They're now called premium live events. And the main reason for that is because 70, 75% of the people that watch the quote-unquote pay-per-views watch them on the network. Yeah. So they're not paying a pay-per-view like you used to have to go on demand and pay 50 bucks yep. for a match. Fuck it, though. It's still our pay-per-view prediction show. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was reported previously that Kyrie Sane's contract was ending in December, which has now been determined to not be true. Who reported it? Dave Meltzer. Whose contract? Uh, Kyrie Sane. Oh, okay. Now it's proven, now it's been reported by Fightful, that her contract expires in February, and AEW has already reached out to her to be a, a potential ambassador for, in professional wrestling <laughs> and sign a contract with AEW because there are a couple of events that she wanted to do in Japan that WWE told her no. So if she's able to do that, um, and, you know, wrestling like the Kingdom and whatever else goes on up there. Right. Um, that would be a big <laughs> um, boost for Kyrie Sane. And last but not least, I have a list here of um, the five most iconic entrance themes in WWE history. Now, there have been some great themes, some bad themes. Um, these aren't, I mean, they're listed five to one, but not that five is a bit, so it's not, you know, these are just the top five. Right. And I want you to tell me whether you agree or disagree with their five entrance themes that will go down in history as the most iconic themes. All right. The first one is King of Kings, Triple H's theme song. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is Randy Orton's theme. Uh, yeah. Now, I never knew the name of this song, but Metalingus? Who? Oh, yeah, from Alter Bridge. The name of the group. Oh, okay. Do you agree? Yeah. 
No, I don't think so. No. Hogan. Hogan. Shawn Michaels. Um. And God rest his soul, Randy Savage, the Macho Man. All right. Thank you, Greg. Now we get to the January Spectacular, the Royal Rumble. One second. One second. Let me just do this. Trying to get, I, I apologize. For, I apologize for moving around a little. I apologize for moving around a little bit there, folks, but I'm trying to get comfortable with this leg. And, uh, so, but yeah. Oh, okay. Greg's using uh. Greg is uh. Greg is using twenty-five dollar words again with me here. Pixelated. Uh, <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. So, what do you think? The Royal Rumble. I mean, we got one. One thing I want to talk about right away is the eighteen women that they just. They just named them just like that. I mean, I'm sure you've got the list there, so let's go over them and see what we think about them. That's a that's a total that's a that's a total of eleven right now. Six from Raw, five from SmackDown, right now. Yeah, uh, six and six, yeah. That's the one that I want to hit the topic on. Why Why are you bringing in the TNA women's knockout champion to be – I mean, I understand that, they, that they're short on women wrestlers. I understand that. But I'm also expecting to see some NXT women wrestlers uh, joining in as well. But why Mickey James? Huh? Yeah. But, but why Mickey James? I mean, she – she had it. She had the outs. She was on the outs with the WWE for a long time. Well, only because of her, not because I mean, 
Ramirez, who's no longer with the company, um, <laughs> and the way he handled her personal belongings, and then her lashing out at WWE about it. Yep. That that was what that was all about. But in my opinion, I think there's one reason and one reason only why she's in the Royal Rumble this year. And does it have to do with maybe bringing out Tessa Blanchard? No. No, why? The female entry for WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay, yep. How many times, how many times have we seen that? Yep. Somebody that's rumored to go to the Hall of Fame and make a surprise entry into the Royal Rumble. Yep. That would be the number one reason for me to speculate that she'd be um, in the Royal Rumble is because they're going to induct her into the WWE Hall of Fame as the female participant. Okay, yeah, I can I can see that. They've done that quite a few times before, so I can see that. Um, it's going to be nice to see Michelle McCool again. It's going to be nice to see yes. Kelly Kelly and Summer Rae. Um, Kelly Kelly and Summer Rae, I mean, they're just, they're just kids and ass. They're, yeah. they're not talent. And the Bellas, Michelle McCool has a wrestling talent. Yeah. And the Bellas, meh. I mean, I wouldn't be disappointed if they didn't show up, but I guess obviously they're in it, so. Well, Nikki Bella had to go through extensive um, rehab and um, had to get special clearance to allow her to go to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, because of her neck. they have listed now. I mean, that could... 19. Ni- Stop with the 18. It's 19. Oh, 19. Okay. Well, with the 19 that they have listed now, I mean, it's it looks like it's going to start off to be okay. We'll have to see what they're going to have for the remaining 11. So. Well, I mean, you got to figure whoever doesn't win the triple threat match between Dujop, Liv Morgan, and Bianca Belair, the other two will be in there. Right. Which I which so I will see. Which I will um, which I will say Liv Morgan and Dewdrop. Um, no, I don't think we're going to see Becky and Bianca at the Royal Rumble and then again at WrestleMania. Okay. I don't. Um. And then I mean, if there's a returning Oscar, um, Alexa Bliss, I mean, so that puts you at twenty-three. And then you have the six or seven, you know, yep. women from NXT. I saw on WrestlingWars.com yesterday, flipping through the channels, 
Now let me get your likelihood of this happening. Because one of the Wrestling Observer reporters said he had a meeting with this female wrestler about entering the Royal Rumble. And she said she contacted the powers to be at the WWE. And they said that there's a very strong likelihood that she will be in the Royal Rumble this year. And it's Paige. She's had a little bit more medical terms so she's um, Nikki Bella had. Um, yeah, because she got messed she, up pretty bad. She, I mean, she's rehabbed and worked and strengthened her neck and this and that. But she still has doubts from her personal doctors. Forget about the WWE doctors. Right. Um, I know she'd love to get back in the ring. Uh, I know she'd love to make an appearance. And I mean, maybe something like the Royal Rumble is perfect. Because a lot of it is <clears throat> kind of, you know, Standing around doing this, doing that, getting knocked out and laying down there for 10, you know, 30, 45 seconds yep. before you do anything and then, you know, simple elimination. Right. Uh, I mean, I could see something like that being for a good crowd pop because I think the crowd would go nuts if she did. Yep. What would your shock value be, 1 to 10, if she shows up? Eight. Mine too, I believe, yep. I definitely believe that that would that would be as high as it would be. And um, any men's matches have been uh, announced yet, or any men's matches? Or yeah, I mean, yeah, we got no matches because I know we got Lashley and uh, Lesnar, which I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that. It's not. It's it's not. Okay. And nothing for the men's Royal Rumble yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. There are seven competitors right now. Okay. Um, right now, five from SmackDown. I'm sorry, five from Raw. Angel Dawkins, Montez Ford, Ray Mysterio, Dalek Mysterio, and Austin Theory. One from SmackDown, um, and that's Sheamus. <laughs> and then there was, he has a celebrity entry in John Knoxville. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. So right now, with those seven guys, I'm hoping the men's Royal Rumble is on the pre-show. Right. Because I have no, no interest in seeing these seven people at all. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I can definitely agree with that, but you know, the WWE just needs to keep these celebrities out of these big-time pay-per-views. I mean, Johnny Knoxville, seriously. I mean. Yeah, I don't Understand why? I mean, when, when I saw the tweet, it was reported that he wants to be in the, the Royal Rumble. I'm like, oh, okay, this is funny. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's not funny. It's no, he's, true. he's serious. Yep. Okay, Greg, Greg Chester's watching. Greg, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah, we just hit the hour mark. What's that? We just hit the one hour mark. Yep. Yeah. So it's um. I'm just hoping that the Royal Rumble for the men, they'll uh, they'll have some good participants. I really don't want to see Kevin Nash again and Booker T and all that other stuff, you know. But but my thing is, if they're not gonna do Nakamura and Sami Zayn before the Royal Rumble, 
I mean, Rick Brooks, you can throw those through him. Kevin Owens, um, I mean, Big E. Uh, I mean, there's definitely a lot more names uh, out around yep. that will be put in. Right. Now, do you see Big E getting back into the WWE title picture after WrestleMania again, or...? Well, I mean, I don't see him getting into the title into the title picture much before WrestleMania. Because um, I think I don't know. I just I, I with Big E, I think it was just a one and done thing. You know, they put the title on him to see how well he would do with it. He did pretty well, but and and I just think that. Right. But the ratings with him as champion were better than, I mean, Bobby Lashley. Okay. So I mean, it's it was it was sad. It was too bad that he that he lost the title at the day one pay per view. But I but to me, the minute they put Brock Lesnar in that match, I I believe to myself there was no way he wasn't coming out of there without the title. And it's just, uh, it's just something that, you know, he's going to be, um, I really expect him to lose it at WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. 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 And, uh, right. And, uh, I don't want to see a Drew McIntyre. I wouldn't mind Seth Rollins. I wouldn't mind Roman Reigns. So picture this. Seth Rollins somehow beats Roman Reigns. Yep. And then Roman Reigns enters himself somehow in the Royal Rumble. And then Roman Reigns challenges Lesnar. And then they come up with another competitor um, for Seth Rollins. So Lesnar and Reigns fight for the WWE Championship, which reigns, wins, and brings back to SmackDown. And then Rollins fights whoever he fights, and, and that time the Universal title stays on Raw. Okay. And then that's when you do the true McIntyre win the Reigns feud, kick it off there, and have that end up sometime maybe around SummerSlam. Right. Yep. I can definitely see something like that happening. So. What and what WWE is going to do is, you know, it's just we don't know. So, uh, mark it uh, at 705, 704 p.m. January 9th, I pitched this idea. So, if this happens at the Royal Rumble, Vince, I want a commission check. Yep, <laughs> we will contact him personally. But, um, and one other thing I want to get your opinion on. I was watching, you know, like I said, I, a lot of times I'll go on YouTube or I'll watch some of the videos on TV and I see some of the wrestling videos that they have on there and they have a couple of guys out there making predictions. 
And one of the predictions was the like. Uh, I want to get your uh, opinion on the likelihood of this happening. Roman Reigns bringing in a new manager to be like a spokesperson like Paul Heyman was. And the manager he wants to bring in is Triple H. Oh, no. No, I don't see, I don't see it either. Likelihood, one interest, negative one. I agree. Nope. I mean, it was great with, with Paul Heyman, because Paul Heyman added a little bit, but he has no problems anymore. He can, he can cut a promo. Yep. Absolutely. So. I mean, is he John Cena? Is he Rock? No. I, I guarantee he sits back there. Backstage, whatever, going over in his thoughts and the sense of what he wants to say. Yep. I don't think he can pull too much of it off the hip like some of the great ones can. Right. But he, he can do it. <laughs> yep. I just want to make a couple of uh, indie wrestling announcements. Um, Northeast Wrestling is coming to the Waterbury Police Athletic League. And three former WWE stars are going to be appearing on that card. One of them is known as um, Eric Redbeard, who was Eric Rowan in WWE. Uh, the other one was one of Greg's favorites, Enzo Amore. He's <laughs> going to be on the show. And the monster among men, Braun Strowman, will be appearing at the Northeast Wrestling Show in Waterbury, Connecticut. But I don't believe he's going to be wrestling on the card. I think he's just there for a meet and greet. Well, those three wrestlers are advertising for Casey um, the day before they're in, what is it, Waterbury or Danbury? Yeah, uh, uh, Danbury. They're in Poughkeepsie York the day before where the advertised main event is Titan, formerly known as Braun Strowman. Yeah. Okay. Talk about a fucked up combination of wrestlers there. I know. And I heard him and I heard Enzo Amore on uh one of the I think it was Busted Open or the Howard Stern, or the Howard Stern show, one of the two. No, it was probably Busted Open, that's why he's tagging with Billy Ray. Yeah, Busted Open. And he said he's excited for this match because he gets to kick Braun Strowman's ass. Yeah, okay. And, the, man, man is, the man is slightly bigger and slightly more experienced than Drake Maverick, and he's going to kick Braun Strowman's ass. Right. Braun, Strow, right. Braun Strowman's foot is bigger than Enzo Amore's whole body. <laughs> so, but, um, all right, Greg, anything else you want to add? Um, no, I think that's about it. Okay. Now, you know, like I said, tomorrow night, Monday Night Raw. Uh, there was a little issue we had a couple weeks ago with um, Don Kincaid. We had a hard time hearing him, so 
We're going to eventually bring him back on the show probably in a couple of weeks. And uh, I'll talk to Greg about doing the interview with him the way we do our prediction show. Maybe we can bring him on that way. And uh, so I'll be in touch with Don to, uh, you know, to, to get his schedule and when he's available and everything. But, uh, yeah, so tomorrow, so tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw, the triple threat women's match. Dewdrop, Bianca Belair, and Liv Morgan should be an interesting one. The Raw, ta- the Raw Tag Team Championship, RK Bro versus the Alpha Academy should be interesting as well. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. And Trivia is going to kick back, relax, throw some ice on his leg, and enjoy the rest of the evening. So on behalf of the Nugster Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll catch you all next week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.